Thanks for tuning in to this special episode of How's Things from the David A. Howe Public Library, recorded right here in Wellsville, New York. I'm Nick Gunning, and I'm joined, as always, by Malik Acosta. Malik, welcome back. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. I know it. I know it. Thanks Good times. Sir. This is our Black History Month episode, which we've done several of, and we batted around a few options this time, and we settled on Bob Marley. Bob. And I'm glad we did, because I knew very little about Bob Marley. Like, yes. I, you know, I could hum the hits, and that's about it. But I really didn't know anything about his life or his influence, other than just it's such a pop culture phenomenon, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so we'll get into all that in a minute. But first, I want to open up our books and see where our bookmarks are at. Malik, what are you reading? What are you watching these days? Um, nowadays, I'm, I'm really trying to get to see that Bob Marley movie. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see it this weekend, yep. um, but things happened to where I couldn't get to see yeah. it. Uh, but that's that's what I'm really focused on. Okay. Knowing that we was doing the podcast, I kind of just been watching some documentaries. I've, I've been studying Bob Marley for maybe 15 years yeah. now, so... It surprises me. Even this last week, I've learned new things about yeah. him. It's just always something new to learn about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Are you binging any shows or anything? What was the last show you finished? Uh, the last show I finished was this show called Warrior. Okay. Um, I think it's on HBO Max. Okay. Um, and it's basically going back to Bruce Lee, yes. another one of our favorite guys. Okay. This, this uh, Warrior is actually a story that Bruce Lee wrote. Oh, um, when he was writing, when he was uh, trying to direct movies. Okay, and it's one of the movies or a show actually that he had written for himself that he just never got to do. Yeah. Um. So now that Shannon Lee, which is his daughter, mm-hmm. um, they put it into production, and it's about I think it's three or four seasons now. It's really okay. really good show though. It's okay. Called, called Warriors. That's cool. Yeah. That sounds good. I have been showing my son all of the Karate Kid movies because oh, yeah, he's, you know, he's big into, he takes jujitsu and everything. And so he's been interested. And I was like, let's watch Karate Kid because I hadn't seen it since I was probably that age, you know? Mm-hmm. We watched the originals. We watched the Hillary Swank one. And we just finished with the Jaden Smith, Jackie Chan one, okay. which is pretty good. I, I forgot about the Hillary Shrink one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like right in between line. there. Yeah, yeah. I, that one I'd never seen before. Like never right. even seen a moment of it. So that was the first time for that. It but, was good. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, and you know they just announced they're doing a new Karate Kid movie with Jackie Chan from the Jaden Smith movies and Ralph Macchio from the originals, like teaming up. Really? So I think that's cool. But that led to my wife and I starting Cobra Kai, which is so good. Really? Yes, I'm hearing good things. It's so fun. Like it, it is the perfect balance of sort of like leaning into the cheesy '80s vibes that the originals have, but also. It's a true drama, but it's also hilarious. I, I don't know how they're walking this fine line, but I'm right. really, I'm really is liking like it a lot. Like all the original characters, or? it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they br- they're bringing back like everybody. It's wow. wild. I read that they're just they're working on the sixth and final season right now, and we just started season three, so we're like at the halfway point. Okay. So yeah, it's fun. I, I'm I'm having a good time with it. Oh yeah, it doesn't even feel like it's been that six seasons already. I know. I feel like I just remember yeah. them announcing Cobra Kai. I'm I like, know. Man, it's been six seasons. I haven't yeah. watched any of them yet. Yeah. So yeah. I definitely got to get into it. It's that. good. It's it started on like YouTube, right. like YouTube, YouTube Red TV. or whatever it was. Yeah, YouTube, YouTube TV. TV. Yeah, because I And then that. it switched to Netflix and. So now all the new stuff is on Netflix. There's also two video games, like two Cobra Kai video games. So yeah, they're they're going all in on Cobra Kai. So that's pretty good. Are you reading anything at the moment? Um, reading uh right now, not reading too much. Uh, I actually been um I found this book um from Einstein, and it's it's basically just about the theory of relativity. Oh okay. Um, so I'm the kind of person that 
the way I learn is 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 if I repeatedly just keep going over stuff. Yeah. But I have to just keep going over it until it just sticks. Okay. So that's something uh, with Einstein. I, I studied him uh, a while ago. Um, so I'm just kind of just diving back in, maybe seeing if I can learn some new stuff. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So you're reading science. I'm reading science fiction because right. I just started God yeah, Emperor of Dune. To me. Do you, are you a Dune fan? You are. I right? am a Dune fan. Okay. I just watched. Actually, that is something I watched. Okay. I watched Dune because I'm getting ready for part two. Yeah, I'm ready for so it. So I watched yeah. the first one to kind of familiarize myself. I didn't yeah. realize it was so long. But it's long. It's I almost love three long hours. Movies. Yeah. I love long movies. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, I so I have a friend, my friend Sarah and I, we always read the Dune books together. And so we're on God Emperor of Dune. And that's the fourth book that Frank Herbert wrote. And it's trippy. Really? Like it, it's the end of the previous book was a real... I don't know if I would say twist, but it, it ends on a big like, what? You know, right. and so book four is starting from a real weird place, but I'm having a good time with it. And I'm very excited about Dune part two. Yes, me too. So, yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Well, should we dive in to the man of the hour? Yes, sir. Okay. Let me hit you with uh, a little bit of a timeline here of the life of Bob Marley. So this is uh, adapted from The Guardian. Stephen Dowling put a, a, an extended timeline, and I pulled out the highlights here. So let's just run through it. Okay. Born 1945, recorded his first song, Judge Not, in 1962. Formed the Whalers with Peter Tosh, Bunny Livingstone, Junior Braithwaite, Beverly Kelso, and Cherry Smith in 1963. 1966 marries Rita Anderson, who was a singer with the I-3s and the Solettes. 1971, formed his own record label, Tough Gong. 1973, released the album Catch a Fire, which was the first of their albums that really hit big. 75, the Natty Dread album is released, featuring their song No Woman, No Cry, and that was the one that really made them superstars. 1976, Bob and Rita are injured in an attempted assassination. Both survived the assassination and went on with their planned concert with him like in a sling. Uh, 1977, the doctors find cancer in his foot uh, after treating him for a football injury. They, they got the cancer out that they could find. 1978 was the One Love Peace concert where rival politicians attend, and he gets them to shake hands at a time where Jamaica is just oh, yeah. destroyed in, in a, nearly a civil war right. uh, after British rule for all that time. So doing something like that is monumental. It's yes. it's thinking about the divided times we live in right now and picturing something like that happen. It's it's unfathomable. And like it he did it. Oh, yes. 1980, Marley and the Whalers perform in the African nation of Zimbabwe. Shortly after this, it's discovered that his cancers returned and spread to his lungs, liver, and brain. And he dies May 11th, 1981 at the age of 36. Sad. It is. It's very sad. Uh, the 2024 movie, Bob Marley, One Love, starring Kinsley Benadir as Bob and written and directed by Ronaldo Marcus Green, starts with the focus on that One Love Peace concert and sort of goes forward and gives you a little bit of flashbacks right. uh, about his early life. Um, here are a few of the awards that he won. He won the Peace Medal of the Third World from the United Nations in 1978, the Jamaican Order of Merit in 1981, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1994. Time Magazine named Exodus the Album of the Year in 1999. One Love was named Song of the Millennium by the BBC in the year 2000. He received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award both in 2001. He released 13 albums, two live albums, 
and the list goes on and on. So there's a little bit of an overview for you. Tell me, Malik, how did you first get into Bob Marley and, and what's that journey been like for you? Um, for me, I was actually thinking about this earlier this week because I was just thinking, what, what did get me into Bob Marley? But I'm, I'm the kind of guy that I look for motivation in a lot of different places. Yeah. And people like Bruce Lee, Bob Marley, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, those sure. kind of people... I just gravitate towards yeah. towards all them, inspirational when I, figures. Yeah, exactly. When I hear about the special things they did, um, and for Bob Marley, I just kept getting this message of of his music was was all about love. His whole movement sure. was about friendship and love, and you know that 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 seventies uh, movement of peace and everything. Yeah, uh, which we haven't seen since then true you know that is true yeah um, i just i I really thought that was interesting that that people you know the whole rastafarian movement and then i love music so yeah um i started collecting his cds and listening to his music and as i listened to his music it just it just kind of became like a life of his own yeah i just started diving into the books and to his greatest hits yeah i would say it's been probably about 15 so 17 years now that I've been okay. kind of looking at them and studying them. Yeah. 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 I mean, I remember like as a kid seeing Bob Marley on t-shirts and, right. and hats and posters and just like everywhere. What's you know? this about? Cause, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, I've always been into music and things and I, I certainly would have known One Love and Three Little Birds and um, probably Stir It Up were all ones that I could have at least right. at least hit you with the chorus. If you, if you heard it, you would recognize Yes, exactly. Right. And so, you know, just over the years, I've, I've heard more and more of the music. Uh, but when my son was born, I got these board books for him. And they're based on Bob Marley songs. There's one uh, on Every Little Thing. Oh, that's cool. Get Up, Stand Up, and One Love. These are all by Bob Marley's daughter, Sidella Marley, uh, with illustrations by Vanessa Brantley-Newton. And it takes the lyrics to the song. It's not just the lyrics set to pictures, but it kind of uses the chorus of those songs as a framework for these picture books that are just very positive and nice and pleasant. Uh, And so we've had these books, and we have them here in the library as well, but like we've had these books in our house since my son was little. And I read it to him a million times. And the the illustrations are great. I mean, if you thumb through. I, I've like, never seen these before. Like, that's yeah. what I say. I learn something new every day. Yeah. And I, my son would love these too. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, I'm reading these to my son. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I know this song. I know what this song is from. Yeah. So I read those. And there's another one called I, Bob Marley, which is by Tony Medina, which is also a kid's book. But a little bit more of a kid's biography. Um, but these picture books by Sidella Marley, I just think are really cool. They are. And it's a, it's a nice way to introduce, you know, some of the content concepts to a younger generation and they they just they just work really well so that was sort of like started thinking about Bob Marley a little bit more when I was reading these books to my son but until you and I settled on this and you know you suggested some albums for me to listen to I had never sat down and like listened to a whole Bob Marley album or just put in a playlist that's just Bob Marley and going back to what you're saying about his whole thing just being like about peace and about love I was you know, I had headphones in, I was listening to it and I was doing other things. I was just feeling so mellow, just feeling so like restful. And I like pulled off the (laughs) headphone and my wife's sitting next to me and I'm like, this music is (laughs) really Really? doing something to me, man. Uh, and, and I've enjoyed it ever since. So, uh, cause we've, we've been talking about this for a couple of months. So I've been listening for a couple of months now and, it's definitely something that's going to be like a permanent part of my rotation going forward right. because it's very unlike 
other things that I listen to typically, but I don't know, just the, the beats and the mm-hmm. melodies. Like I just have never thought much about reggae music. Like it right. just has never, I don't know. I just haven't, uh, haven't engaged in it that much. Right. It's really not even in your younger days with all the dancing and stuff. <laughs> you wasn't, you wasn't no. into that. No, uh, not really. I remember loving the song. Don't worry, be happy, which I think is vaguely reggae. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's, it's that's still that vibe. a little bit more poppy. Yeah. So I always liked that song. Uh, but no, not really. Oh, and okay. so digging into that and the history of reggae and even like the, the Rastafari movement, which I didn't know much about, um, it's just opened my eyes to a lot of things. It's right. been really Me interesting. Me too. Even this last dive in, yeah, uh, I never understood how political and how what was going on in Jamaica affected Bob's life. I, I just sure. never realized yeah. It was that intense. Yeah, where he was, he almost lost his yes. life yeah. over p- politics. Yeah, something well, that he didn't even really want any part of. Exactly. So I just I never understood that part. No, until I, I matured. You know, I never tied it together because you know Jamaica was under British rule for over three hundred years, right. and so when that goes away and creates a bit of a power vacuum, and you have essentially a civil war. That's what he's growing up in. You right. know what I mean? Like that's the context of his life. Right. You know, and so. It's it, like his music is is certainly political, but I feel like in a way where it kind of transcends politics. Yeah. It, it's political in the sense that it's advocating for freedom and happiness and for people getting what they need. So I, I guess you can call that a political philosophy, but I think that sort of minimizes it a little bit because right. I think it's a much deeper exactly. thing than that. Are there particular albums that you gravitate towards? I like a lot of the the earlier stuff with okay. with Bob Marley and the Wellers. Yeah, I think his first solo album he did when he left Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was in London. Okay, um, I, I actually think that album. I can't remember the name. I think you mentioned it. Um, okay, with his achievements, but that album ended up being the most successful one. Okay, um, catch, and, catch a fire, catch a yes, fire. Yes, catch a fire. Yeah. Okay, and from from what I heard from him, he was he was just saying that for the first time in his life he wasn't in Jamaica and he didn't have all the stresses of life and family and yeah. he was just really concentrating on finding out who he was as yeah. a man and exploring his music and you know that's why that album came out yeah. you know so so good yeah um so I, I would say probably the greatest he has a couple greatest hits albums mm-hmm. i always gravitate towards the greatest yeah hits ones the uh bob marley legend legend is right when it's like yeah old legend is, i yeah. mean there's not I a bad track it's not yeah. a bad track yeah. on, the, on the whole all way through but looking at his background his his young life growing up you know uh, how you how you become a sort of an icon of of positivity and love when he had such a sad home life, really. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like, spent a lot of time alone, you know, not really having his father being part of the picture, having his mother go off to Delaware and him choosing to stay in right. Jamaica. I mean, that's that's kind of a lonely, Very like, lonely, rudderless kind of path, and he navigated it well. Very well. Not to mention, a lot of people don't talk about it, but, you know, before he really got famous he he struggled a lot with with racial issues because he he was of mixed race right you know, i think his mother was white and his, his father's white was, was father's white yes. and his mother was black okay yep. yeah something yeah so his father by the way always... in middle age and his mother was like a teenager oh really? so they really like weren't they were married but then he kind of went off and just sort of never came back so. right yeah I did, yeah yeah i did hear yeah. a story but yeah and so i you know, I just heard so many stories of him struggling with racial issues yeah. before he even 
got before people started looking at him as a hero right you know he was like you say he was dealing with all those issues yeah. plus the racial issues yeah. so for him to come out of all of that and represent what he represented mm -hmm. it, it shows yeah. something special yeah. yeah, and it's sort of like when you look at, you know, I don't want to trivialize it by saying he's a pop culture icon, but he is. Yeah, he's certainly more than is. that. He's more than that. But as a pop culture icon, when when you look at people who, because you know, John Lennon died the year before Bob Marley, right. and John Lennon is still kind of a divisive figure. You know what I mean? Right. He's got lovers and haters, and there's like really bad things about John Lennon, and it just sort of feels like Bob Marley is pretty much universally loved. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like there's not a lot of, you know, like you can dig into some of his personal choices, but I think overall people just look at him as an inspirational figure. You right. know, and I think that really adds to the longevity because there's so much to that. You so know, so much. And the stuff that he's singing about in the songs, like, I think some of them are maybe more specific to Jamaica in the late 70s and things that were going on. But, like, they're presented in a way where, where the concepts are really universal. Oh, yes. You know? Yes. Like I said, looking at our divided times, you can certainly pull, you know, messages and in inspiring things from the music and look around the world and be like, yeah, oh, this yeah. still applies. Unfortunately, this still applies <laughs> to today and right now. Right. So many things going on, you know, in that time period. And it's, it's just almost like, you know, he kind of resonated with all that. Like you say, the whole <clears throat> Rastafarian movement. Yeah. What it represented back then, you know, some of the things we still, you know, dealing with today. Yeah. And it's, it's more just anti-war. Yeah. yeah. Trying to find out how to love each other. Yeah. How, how to work together. Yeah. You know, they dealing with civil war and it's, this is destroying the country. This, yeah. This is not bringing the country together. Exactly. And exactly. if you listen to him, that's all he ever, that's, mm -hmm. that's his message. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, when you have a message like that. It was like a lot of people, like you said, he had a lot of haters. Yeah. Obviously try to kill him. Sure, yeah. But most of the, I would say most of the country was more, you know, following that movement. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's doing this concert. I mean, the One Love concert in the late 70s. You know, the audience was made of people who were sort of bitter enemies, you know, or had yes. at least been made to feel as if they were bitter enemies because of the division in, in, right. in politics at the time. So... You know, to transcend that and bring people together in a way that feels positive and leaves a, a positive Im impact is remarkable. Right. You know. So, d did you hear about all of like the up to when the concert actually happened? Did you hear about um how they was trying to stop the concert from happening? Yeah. And how he was just going through all the threats and. Yeah. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if you. Yeah. Well, I, talk <clears throat> about talk about it a little bit. Well, yeah, I th that's something that I kind of dove more into with with this um this time uh reading about him i didn't really realize that that concert that's so popular was a concert that um a lot of people say that had a lot to do with why they tried to assassinate him I, yeah and i guess he ended up leaving jamaica because he feared for his life yeah and there was you know so much political division that they just didn't want that concert i guess the opposition didn't want that yeah. concert to happen yeah um so i guess for you know a month or so leading up to the concert it, it was a real consensus of uh, don't should do i do this yeah. or i shouldn't yeah. do yeah so yeah. 
And I, I, yeah, I did. I just never understood that before. Yeah. That's something I, I really noticed this time. When I yeah. Was... Well, I mean, it seems like, you know, if it's something like that, that's going to unify and make happy people, happy people are harder to manipulate, right. you know what I mean? Right. Than, than embittered people. Right. So I think doing something as powerful and as positive as that was would negatively impact if that's not what you want to be happening. You know right. what I mean? So, uh, deep stuff, you know, Very that, you don't, deep that stuff. you don't, and you don't, you don't really have control over it um, because, you know, from my understanding, Bob, he didn't have any aff affiliation with either side. Right. But his popularity was so big that the bigger, the popular side mm -hmm. kind of attached their campaign to his name yeah. and yeah. to that concert. And that made the opposition feel like they was being left out. Right. And, and it almost caused more division. Yeah. You know? So, but, but that's just how evil works. It, it takes whatever's good and it tries to manipulate that good to make it look yep. like it's it, it's not. Yep. You yep. Know, so yeah. Again, re relevant even now. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Always so will be. One of the albums that well you'd recommended and Nikki, who works on staff here, also a huge Bob Marley fan. So yes. she and I talked about this a little bit. But Exodus was was an album that I kept hearing over and over again. So that's where I started, and that's then I eventually went to Legend as well. And I I kind of sampled all of them. You know, like I said, I just as I was doing dishes or right. just like working around the house or whatever, I had it going. Or when I'm here in my office working, I've just had it going. So I've kind of listened to most of the albums at this point, if not all. Wow. Uh, but I really liked Exodus. Exodus yes. is the one that I keep coming back to. I just I feel like that is it. It, it sort of pulls in all the different eras and it's i think it's a really good sampling of you know what bob marley is like right. outside of like the legend outside of the uh you know greatest hits but um what are some of your favorite tracks not um, just from that album but just if you're going to play bob marley songs what would you pull up it's so cliche but but one love is it's just it my, is great my, i know it, it is great sticks in my yeah. head yeah and every time i listen to it it's just like stuck in my head for that whole week. Yeah. It's just always stuck in my head. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that's probably my favorite song by him, but it, it, it would be hard for me to say because I just, his, like you said, his music relaxes me so yeah. much. Yeah. I could put it on when I'm cooking, when I'm cleaning, when I'm working. Mm -hmm. It relaxes me so much. I, I just, I love it all. Yeah. I love it all. Yeah. And it, 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 like, it really doesn't bore me. It has an up tempo to it, mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's like it makes me feel kind of groovy, like I yeah. can dance. Well, it's got that steady beat, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, like that you know? kind of reggae thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I just love it all. Yeah, I, really well, I agree. Uh, Could you be loved is one of my favorites. Oh that's, yeah, definitely. That's a later one. <laughs> but uh, three little birds. Uh, I mean, the song Exodus and Stir It Up. I love Stir It Up. Also, up, yeah. you know, well, I think this was a really cool suggestion and I'm glad I'm glad we settled on this because, oh, yes. uh, like I said, it's a new one to add to the rotation. Yes. You know, yes. and you'll have to let me know what you think when you see the movie. Oh, yes. I because, can't wait to, yeah. to see that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. I mean, the lead actor who, who played Bob was like just really solid. Really? He was just fun to watch. He just really I felt like he just really embodied it, which was cool to see on film. Yeah. I love so. like music, docs, like anything I like that. I, know. I love all. Those. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Those are like my favorite movies. Yeah, they're really fun. All right. So tell me if, if somebody has never sat down and listened to Bob Marley before, what would you suggest? Me, I would suggest for a, a, a brand new, um, I would suggest the greatest hits. Yeah. Um, just because you'll hear a lot of songs that you, that's familiar to you. Yeah. And then you'll hear 
other songs that'll make you curious about yeah you know uh what else you know kind of music does he have yeah um and then from the greatest hits what i how i did it is from the greatest hits i picked out like all the like one love i picked out all the favorite songs yeah. and then i found out which albums those songs yeah. was on and then i just checked out each album yeah uh, but mainly the ones that you mentioned those are like the most famous ones uh -huh. and it's for a reason yeah those it's those true. were like it's um, true you can't deny it yeah like the one um exodus yeah i think every song on there is, is like a hit. oh like yeah you know i so, agree yeah yeah it's well legend is i will go greatest hits yeah, yeah because i mean even though he had a relatively short life what 36 something yes, like that man. uh Make you know a lot of music i know and he he was recording from you know the mid 60s to the early 80s right. and music changed a lot during that time so like legend pulls nice things from different it eras does. where you can really hear it one thing that i know we both read that i want to mention is we have a graphic novel biography yes. here it's just called bob marley in comics um it's it's new to our collection but malik and i both read it very cool really i thought what did you think of it i loved it yeah i love the pictures the illustrations yeah it kind of breaks down a story to where you can like understand everything yeah. that's happening it's it's actually a good introduction yeah i think so too and the format is nice because well each little subsection has a different art style right. so that sort of keeps it visually interesting as you go along and each section also has like a little summary and just prose rather right. than graphic novel form so you can kind of uh get a picture of both ways but i thought that was a really effective use of a graphic novel and really and a, a good biography because it, it, it really covers everything it does it really makes you feel like if you if you n don't understand the geography of um jamaica this graphic novel will kind of make you feel like you might you visit there yeah. before because it's just got so many pictures and stuff mm -hmm. kind of showing you the landscape and the people and the culture yeah so it's it's like, like when i think bob marley i don't just think bob he i, I think he the only person like when I think Bruce Lee, I think you know, yeah. food. Yeah, I think Sylvester Stallone. I think action. Yeah, you no know, movie. Sure. Like yeah. When I think Bob, I, I don't really think music. I more think of the, the Rastafari the philosophy. Yeah, yeah. In the philosophies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's great. That makes perfect sense. I don't know if you've read this or not, but I I read one called uh, "The Future Is the Beginning," and what it is is a collection of Bob Marley sayings. So it's a relatively slim uh, little hardcover and. It is not. There's not really context. It's just kind of like here's a here's a two paragraph quote from him, and it's just about all different subjects. Wow. And like as I was reading the music and or listening to music and reading, because I, I also read the Who Was Bob Marley, like the little mini oh, the biography. Who was Bob Marley? Yeah, that's a fun that. one too. <laughs> but I read that in the in the biography. But reading the um, Future is the Beginning collection was kind of nice to see his words put out like that so right. as i'm listening to music and quotes. reading other things seeing the quotes come through but if you don't have that or if you haven't read it i think you'd enjoy it definitely it's nice to have uh it's nice to have and right we have there. that here uh i got it on libby actually so oh, you can okay. use the libby app everybody if you got a library card you can check things out right on your phone or tablet wherever you do it but that's that's where i got it okay. yeah well good pick malik yes i think this was uh this was my favorite of these episodes that oh, we've done yeah. between this and bruce lee i know bruce lee and I, and, 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 I can't. I can never. Bruce Lee is just yeah. 
But another one, Phyllis Wheatley, I yeah, love Phyllis that Wheatley one. Yeah, Phyllis Wheatley was fun. Uh, yeah. I actually seen some new material by her. I know. So I'm like, man, that's, that's one thing I say. Like yeah. After we do these podcasts, yeah. we end up getting a lot of more material yeah. so people can learn more yeah, about true. it. Yeah, so, true. You know, that's true. a great thing. Yeah. Well, you can listen to all our back episodes on the library's YouTube page. Uh, it's called All the Book Show or right on SoundCloud.com slash All the Books. You can find all of our episodes. In a couple months, we're going to be back with a poetry episode, Malik. So yes. we got to start talking about uh, what we want to what we want to talk about poetry wise yes, so. yes all right well malik always good to talk to you thanks for joining me on this episode thank you so much for having me it's always a pleasure remember everybody you can check out bob marley music books graphic novels books for kids we got it all here at the david a Howe public library so stop in and see us and uh, we'll see you next time great evening